Did you become a beauty business owner to take control of your life, have more freedom, and make more money only to realize it takes way more time and money than you were expecting to run the show? Maybe you see plenty of clients in your chair each day, but you don't know how to pay yourself. Maybe you're just getting started and want to be totally certain that you set yourself up for success right out of the gate. Maybe the view from your parking lot screams booming business, but behind the scenes, you know the financial side of the operation is quite messy. Maybe you've hired someone to do your bookkeeping and taxes, but still don't have a clue where your beauty business stands. When you're eager to take control of your beauty business's finances, come join me where we'll peel back the curtain on all of the money skills you wish you learned in beauty school. I'm Michelle Cook, a former beauty school graduate turned licensed CPA, and this is the Perfectly Profitable Stylist Podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Today, I want to talk to you about one of the most overlooked tax deductions for beauty professionals, and it's the home office deduction. So let's go. You might think because of the nature of being a beauty professional, typically you're working within a salon, and so you might not think that you qualify for a home office deduction. And if you start reading through some of the materials from the IRS that tell you whether or not you can deduct a home office, it talks about the home office needs to be your primary place of work where you meet clients. And so that immediately says, oh, wait, maybe beauty professionals can't deduct a home office. But here's the thing. You can. And here's why. There is an exception. If your place of business doesn't really have office space for you to be doing other things to run the business administratively, then you can deduct a home office where you're doing all of that administrative work. So maybe let's say that in your home, you do the bookkeeping, ordering product, creating social media posts, general marketing, Canva, all that good stuff that keeps your business running. As long as you are doing all of that within a dedicated space within your home, you might qualify for a home office deduction. Okay, so let's talk about some of the rules that would qualify you for a home office deduction. The first is that you have to prove that you have a portion of your home that is exclusively and regularly used within your business. So what that means is that your home office cannot be a common area within your home. When it says exclusively used, that means, you know, your living room couch That's not exclusively used for business. So if you're popping out your laptop and working on your living room couch, that's not going to count because that's common area. So you need to have a space within your home that is dedicated to an office space. But that being said, it could be a separate room like a bedroom where maybe you have like a desk in there and some space in there. And so the space within that room that you do have dedicated to your office space would qualify. One thing that I want to point out that's important is that if you are a W-2 employee of a salon, then you don't get to take a home office deduction. The home office deduction is for business owners. So I just want to be clear that you actually have to own the business. Now, as I say that, If you own an S corporation, you are the business owner. So even though you 
also are a W-2 employee of the company as an S-corporation owner, you can take that deduction. But here's the thing. It's just a little bit more formal, if you will, when you're taking the deduction as an S-corporation owner. You need to have something called an accountable plan, which is what allows you as a shareholder to get reimbursed by the company for the business use of your personal home. So you have to have this like formal plan and then it becomes a deduction on the S corporation's tax return. So once we've determined that you do qualify because you do have a dedicated space within your home that you are using for business purposes, next we want to look at what types of things can you claim in the home office deduction? So you can claim any kind of ordinary uh, expenses that would come along with a home office, which would be mortgage interest or the rent, utilities, insurance, real estate taxes, repairs and maintenance, depreciation. All of these normal maintenance expenses for owning a home are deductible. So now that you know what expenses to gather to get the home office deduction, let's talk about how it's calculated. There are two methods for calculating the home office deduction. The first one is called the simplified method. And then the second one is called the regular method. So the simplified method really is the easiest way that you could possibly go about taking this deduction. So how it works is if you don't want to go through and find every single receipt to support all of the home office expenses that you've been taking, then what you can do is say, I'm just going to take a flat $5 per square foot of my office space and I'm just going to take it at that deduction. So the maximum amount of square footage that you can do is 300 square feet. So the largest deduction you can have using the simplified method is $1,500. So 300 feet times $5 per square foot, $1,500 is your max. Now there's also the regular method and the regular method also uses square footage, but it takes the percentage of the home office compared to the square footage of the home. So let's say you have a 300 square foot home office and your total home is 4,000 square feet. That means that your home office is seven and a half percent of your home. So then you would take that seven and a half percent and then you would multiply that by all of your expenses that were home office related and then you can deduct that piece. It's important if you're doing your own return to just go ahead and check both methods. That's what we do for our clients. We look at the actual expenses, we look at the simplified method, and we just see what gives the bigger deduction. I often find that if people have large homes and a small home office, they end up being better off with the simplified method just because the overall home square footage is so large that the percentage of all of the expenses becomes quite small. Whereas I've found on the opposite end of the spectrum, if you have someone maybe with like a two bedroom apartment in New York city where rent is super, super high, they might actually end up having 
quite a large home office deduction because such a large percentage of the square footage of their home is office space. I hope that clears up some of the questions that you have about this really commonly missed tax deduction. Make sure to gather up all the documentation that you need so that you can take this deduction on this year's tax return.